a concussion of forces, an external invading force, and an internal or resisting force accidentally applied to a human body clashes. And as a result, a fracture, dislocation, or vertebral subluxation can occur to bone structures. The vertebral subluxation includes, reduces, or makes smaller size of the openings between the vertebrae through which the nerves pass on their way from brain to the portion of human body. Skipping a bit. A concussion of forces, an external or invading force, and an internal or resisting force intentionally applied by a chiropractor clashes, and as a result, a vertebral subluxation is adjusted or restored to its formal former normal position. The vertebral adjustment opens, increases size of openings between vertebrae through which nerves pass in the way from the brain to portions of the human body. The complete, all-inclusive, and all-exclusive chiropractic principle and practice is as simple as that. More than that is entering the field of some principle and practice other than chiropractic. This is the story from Bigness of the Fellow Within called It's As Simple As That. This is the beginning of a multi-chapter story. And it, <clears throat> to me, this is like the essence of what chiropractic is. And it, I can just tell it in stories that I'm seeing in my own office. This last week's been a glorious week. Um, one of my patients um, was a pregnant mama who, uh, with her first baby, did not get adjusted, um, had to be induced at 41 weeks, and had like a quite a difficult, challenging uh, labor. Um, and uh, so she was expecting a similar time to get into labor in terms of like, she said, I'm probably gonna go late just like I did with the first, uh, my first one. Um, and over the weekend, over Thanksgiving, she uh, texted me and said, I can't believe it. I had the baby at 39 weeks uh, and it was a breeze. Um, so <laughs> we'll fix that later. <laughs> uh, so uh, it, it's, I love that. I love that, you know? It's like, this is, this is the miracle that we get a chance to see all the time in chiropractic. It's the, these things that, that are just amazing. Another a pregnant mama, she, she's, uh, the baby is, uh, is, she came in because the baby was breech. And um, now, maybe it's because I've been in practice for a while um, and doing this for a long time and Webster was my teacher and stuff. but. Uh, her belly changed completely, like the way it looked, right? And, I, and you're, gonna, you're gonna learn this as you, as you go on in, in, in your education and adjusting people. You're gonna see a pregnant mama and you're gonna know what position that baby's in just by looking. Because a pregnant mama, when they have a transverse baby, in other words, the baby is sideways like this, the, it looks like the mom has a football in her belly. Like that's the shape of the belly, it's like a football. Um, when a baby is breached, and the head's up here, it looks like, like almost like an inverted pyramid. Um, that's what the belly looks like. And when the baby's head down, is this beautiful, round, sometimes like teardrop look of a belly. So I'm looking, after a few adjustments, I'm looking at her, and her, all her OBs and stuff are telling her, oh, baby's still head up, baby's still head up. And I'm looking at her, I'm like, your belly looks so much better than when you first you know, got here. She's like, yeah, but they're telling me it's this. I said, have you had an ultrasound? No. But they're just, they're, they're you know, feeling it, and they're saying it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not uh, head down. So, okay, listen, my job isn't to make a baby go head down, right? My job is to give the pelvis more room. That's the goal of a chiropractic adjustment. The wedge adjustment is to give the pelvis more room. So I said, hey, listen, we're doing the best you can. She said, well, I'll, otherwise, my pregnancy has been great, thanks to you. 
Um, so I really appreciate it. And uh, but they scheduled me a C-section. So she goes in uh, a couple of days before Thanksgiving for her pre-op. Um, you know, just like just to you know, do tests and blood tests and urine to just see where you're at, whatever. Pre-op. And then they did an ultrasound, and she texts us and says, "Guess what? The baby's head down." So they canceled the C-section. And I just saw her yesterday, um, and she's she's now now she's like forty, a little over forty weeks. Uh, and I'm like, isn't this exactly what we wanted, right? And and the thing is, is that like it is so simple to me. Like doing web, I didn't do much with her. I did Webster's, just like any of you could do. Just like you learn a special pops. Just like we'll talk about in advanced technique. Any of us can do this. And the, to me, the most amazing thing is that the, the, her OBs were telling her what wasn't right. And I knew some, you know, and she's like, yeah, it's amazing. You know, you're, you're just a chiropractor, right? I love that term. I'm just a chiropractor. Yeah, I'm just a chiropractor, but we got the job done. And they couldn't tell. And I think that's kind of amazing because it is so simple, right? People don't understand chiropractic because it's so simple. So her doctor um, says, tell your chiropractor, kudos to you for figuring this out, right? And like that to me, like what a glorious week to have like two very similar sort of excellent, you know, pregnancy based, uh, you know, things happening. And, and that's what, why we do what we do. And to me, this, this whole idea that BJ talks about, this concussion of forces, that's it, right? A subluxation is a concussion of forces. A subluxation is there, now you know, you've all learned the three T's. Maybe you remember the three T's from Dr. Koch's class, right? You got trauma, thoughts, and toxins. Those are the three T's, right, that cause subluxation. I'm telling you there's a fourth T. That fourth T is technology. So there are now four T's and not three T's. You know, D.D. Palmer and B.J. and Stevenson didn't have, you know, the fourth T hanging around. But there's a fourth T, this technology thing. And this technology thing affects a lot of stuff, right? Because the technology piece can cause physical trauma because you're sitting on the phone or sitting on your iPad or sitting on your computer. So it causes a, a physical trauma to your body. It might be a micro trauma over time, but still a trauma. It can cause a <clears throat> toxin trauma because of the EMS that you're sucking in by looking at this you know, crazy thing um, and holding it near you. Uh, and it can cause mental trauma because of all the distress that this thing can cause and all the cyberbullying and negative news and fake news and all that kind of stuff. So I think that there's now four T's. But don't, that's the when he, BJ is talking about a concussion of forces, that's what he's mentioning. Is he's talking about there are these incoming forces that we have to deal with all the time. <clears throat> the, the three T's or now the four T's, we're dealing with them all the time. How does the body deal with those is whether or not it has a subluxation. And that's what the chiro where chiropractic comes in because what we do is we will help the body deal with those, the result of those four T's, right? We can't stop the four T's. You can't stop the toxins, you can't stop the thoughts, you can't stop the technology, you can't stop any of this kind of stuff. But what we can do is we can help mitigate the results, the effects of all these things. 
And that's why there's so many pregnant mamas now with breech babies. And that's why there's so many kids now with ear infections. And that's why the amount of autism has gone up from when I was a kid, one in 10,000 to now it's one in 50. Right? If anything skyrockets in the last 50 years, like autism and ADHD and concussions and breech babies and all these things and C-sections and all these things have skyrocketed in the last 50 years, is because of the four T's. And what we do as chiropractic, <coughs> as chiropractors, is we take those, the pressure that those four T's have caused on our patients and we remove that pressure. Right, through, uh, like BJ said, through a concussion of forces specifically applied. Right, because the four T's are accidental applications. You know, they're not trying to get have these four T's come against them. So what we do is we undo the effects of these four T's through a purposeful concussion of forces, regardless of what technique you use. Whether you're using Activator, Thompson, Gonstead, Network, whatever, BGI, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That, that's why people say like, what technique should I learn? Learn everything, man. Learn whatever you can while you're here. But you should have a minimum of three kinds of adjustments under your belt by the time you leave this university. Number one, you, you've got to master the, the traditional Gonstead diversified full spine. You must master that. You must master how, how to move the bones. But then you also need to know <clears throat> some sort of <clears throat> um, instrument-based adjustment. Because some people are not going to tolerate the more traditional manual kind of adjustments, but they still want a high velocity adjustment. So you've got to know either activator or TRT or something like that. You have to have those two. And then number three is you better know some kind of total technique. Because there are going to be people coming into your practice, they're going to be paid, little kids especially, <clears throat> kids on the spectrum, kids with ADHD, who will not be able to tolerate high velocity adjustments. So you've got to do something else. How else can you enter their nerve system? You just don't want to have one way to enter a nerve system. You want to have multiple paths in based on what's going on with that person. The way I know what particular technique I'm going to use with someone is how is their nerve system functioning. So every person, whether they're an adult or kid, we evaluate them neurologically. And I don't mean, you know, with just like pinwheels and whatever I'm, or, and using a reflex hammer to bang on their knees. I'm uninterested in that. I'm talking about eyes, primitive reflexes, balance, <clears throat> posture, those kind of things. That is the neurology that we're looking for. <clears throat> and if their neurology is not ready for an adjustment uh, on a high velocity <clears throat> way, which and the way we know that is because they, their neurology is not strong enough to withstand it. So if someone comes in and their eyes are all messed up tracking and their primitive reflexes and their balance is all off, that body is not ready, in my opinion, from my studies. That body is not ready to receive uh, the regular high velocity adjustments. <clears throat> they need a lower amplitude adjustment, whether I use activator, depending upon what that, or some of the special needs, the neurodiverse kids with autism, etc. I start off with very gentle sustained contact network, bioenergetics, BGI, that kind of stuff. And then I advance it. How do I know when to advance it? I advance based upon my neurological findings. That's how I know, because the concussion of forces that you put into someone are just as important as the concussion of forces that they're getting subluxated from, 
right? So if you put too hard or too much of a force into a person, whether they're an adult or a kid, and that person cannot tolerate that concussion of forces, they will not respond well. And you need to know this, right? You guys need to know this. This is what you need to be studying now in your last several quarters here at Life University. You need to be studying this kind of stuff so that any patient who comes to you with any situation, you will be able to neurologically put them in a place where can they get a traditional adjustment? Are they ready for that? Do they need a more gentle sort of adjustment that's still high muscle like activator or TRT? Or are we down here at this level here where they need total to start? You've got to place them, phase place them. This is the art. It's not one size fit all. It's not one size fits all. That was my mistake when I was here, is it was one size fits all. And I love Gonstead and I was very much into Gonstead and I still use a lot of Gonstead adjustments, but when, when I was here, it was like Gonstead or nothing. And that was a mistake for me. It may not be a mistake for someone else, so I don't want to put, I'm not putting Gonstead or any specific technique down because they're all amazing. They're all amazing. But I realized, after being in practice and watching some people thrive with what I do and not, some people do okay and some people not do okay and not have any results. I said, it must be something that each one of these people needs something different because the concussion of forces that brought them here, right, it was X, Y, and Z, but I just can't give them X as one thing. They needed, if, and if they came in because of X, I need to do X. If they came in because of Y, I can't do X. Do you understand what I'm saying? I have to shift based upon what they're coming in with. And this is the art. This is the art that, that I hope you guys will learn over the next several quarters before you guys graduate and that you'll continue to study after you graduate. Right? Graduation doesn't mean done. Graduation means beginning. Right? That's why they call it commencement. You're just beginning to learn. Right? This is, right now, this is just getting you to national boards and license, licensure. Then you're, then you're really start to learn. <clears throat>